language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Welcome to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music reaches the mind and lyrics touch the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, Sheldon Moss, along with the great debater, Michael Nelson. What's up? And the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? Oh, man, you know, I'm just ready to get on this fourth episode since we are moving right along on this thing. Moving right along. You know what? uh, uh, Along we are moving. Oh, of course, it's <laughs> like uh, Snake and Big Al. Remember that? That's that's an obscure Dallas reference that nobody will. First you talk up like this, and then you come back down like that. Hopefully, we'll get big enough to where somebody will say, "What in the hell, well, Snake, Snake and Big, and Big Al. Al?" You know what? That's why we need to go back to our Dallas roots where we start talking about. We need to do a show on I, that. I told yeah, you we I, do. Uh, I, I, you know, I old been school in Dallas. Yeah, you did say that on the last episode. Yeah, I invented the remix. What 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 did you all remix? <laughs> Everything, man. We remixed it all. All the songs we did, we remixed. <laughs> Let, let's talk about what, what is our topic for today because that's going to you know go down what, a rabbit you, hole. You know, you, yeah, right. Because we will go down what it <laughs> the in a minute. rabbit hole, yeah. But you know what? Hey, you know, I'm just going to go straight to Maurice because, you know, he's always vibing on something. So what is it that you have been vibing on uh, this week or the past two weeks? So we're gonna talk about we're talking about music. Yeah, music. Uh, okay. I mean, you talk whatever you, you want. Vibing on something. I mean, um, you can say you vibing on the podcast. We did just finish weed culture. Did you? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so you know, one thing that I've been listening to, and I didn't, I didn't even listen to it at first because I was kind of like. I had prejudices about it, but I had to like actually listen to it. And the gateway to make me listen to it was Rihanna. And that's the DJ Khaled album because, um, you know, I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I feel you. I don't know. But you know what? I listened to that album and the Jay-Z cuts and the Beyonce cuts and of course the Rihanna cut and the Drake cut. I really like. And if you listen to the album, it's like half of it is kind of like we the best. Well, that's that's throughout. Yeah. So, but uh, I but, just needed to say that <laughs> since we were talking about DJ Khaled. It, that's throughout the album. That's kind of the reason why I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. But, you know, Rihanna comes with this. With the this, Wild Thoughts Jam. Which is the Santana kind of ref, with the Santana reference. And I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. And uh, that's, that, you know, half of that album. I'm like, okay, I can, I, can, I can pop that pretty good. I like that album. That's a good album. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't you like know, those. You always on something. I always, but you know what? I don't. I don't particularly. I'm not one of those people who particularly cares for those full loops where you just take somebody's whole song and then just sing over the entire thing. Yeah, but, that's what they did. But I did enjoy that song. I, I yeah. do like the Wild Thoughts yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a good. Uh, that was probably in a good vein of what hip hop has come from. You know what I mean? It's it's not. I I mean you know hip hop has always been that. Where you take somebody else's song, oh, and, and just kind of reimagine it. it and kind of do your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, some people do it good. Some people just shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. So I'm listening to that, and that one's kind of been on my mind. And then another one that I text to you guys, which I feel like I need a late pass on, and that's uh, uh, hyena, uh, coyote, uh, hiatus. 
You didn't send me hiatus. Hi- hiatus oh, coyote. the link to that group that you sent us on their, uh, their website. That oh, yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Hiatus coyote. I did not get a chance to check it out yet, but because I looked at it, I'm like, Oh, okay. These some Caucasian no. uh, rock folks. No, no, no. So they're from they're from <laughs> Australia. They're from Australia. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Reclaim. <laughs> got to control the narrative. Uh, they actually uh, got. They were actually nominated for R and B Grammys uh, one year in the recent past. So uh, the reason I know about them is because. Questlove referenced them in a Red Bull Academy interview and he talked about, you know, how good they were and how their music kind of referenced it it, it was, uh, it referenced Dilla on some of the songs as far as those beats that come behind the, behind the beat Mm -hmm, that were supposed mm -hmm. to be. So if you listen to them, I mean, they are like this really, really, you know, you listen to them, you go, hmm, that's, that's some interesting stuff they're putting out there. So, I have listened to their album twice all the way through. I can't think of the name of it, but it's a really, really, really good album, and and I think it's worth a listen. So cool, yeah. So uh, Mike, what, what, what? I know you are always on something. You know, it might be. You know what? I'm, you might be just jamming your your saxophone one yeah, day. That's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> and if I am, I'm not gonna tell anybody about it. But the, uh, um, I got, yeah. so. <clears throat> I was on YouTube the other day and ran across a uh, something I had heard before, <clears throat> and then uh, it showed up on Tidal. Uh, Sway, on his show, uh, Sway in the Morning, he does this thing called the uh, Five Fingers of Death, where he'll have a rapper uh, freestyle. An unknown f- rapper. Not necessarily, just whomever oh, okay. it is, okay, you know, okay. just whomever it is he has on the show. Okay. So I've heard several that I was always, I always enjoy, uh, but I ran across this other one. I don't know, you know, it's probably a uh, some kind of internet thing, but uh, Vic Mensa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic so Mensa, I caught, that's nice so stuff. I caught Vic on his Five Fingers of Death, and I was like, oh, this is dope, mm-hmm. and maybe a day. Maybe a half a day later, I just popped on my title, uh, intending to uh, listen to something. I don't know what it was. And Vic Mensa had just put out an album. You know, I'm thinking he just put out the album. But anyway, it showed up on my search. And I was like, well, you know, I enjoyed this cat, young cat. I enjoyed the uh, Five Fingers of Death, so I listened to his album. Dude is dope. He got bars. Man, Vic is is the truth, man. And then um, his his lead single he 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 uh, uh, he uh, talks about how he's the this is the new version of the rock. So he is Rock Nation. He is signed. Oh, that's to, who he signed to. Oh, he signed oh, okay. to Rock Nation. He okay. signed to Jay Z. And uh, <clears throat> you know he he's from uh, Chicago, so he's been you know he he hangs with Chance the Rapper. Which I am a fan of. Wouldn't you like to just kind of like just mo- move around in Chicago in that scene? Actually, because I'd like, like to no see ID, it. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Common, yeah. all of those. It's just yeah, seemed like, Kanye, like some, some stuff you know, going but, on you know, from a hip hop standpoint. But you know, uh, in a in a in a later episode, we'll be talking about record label from Chicago. So they have a big music scene. Right. So right. So <clears throat> and so I've been I listen to Vic. I am very very much. Uh, becoming a fan. I listened to his album 
uh, once. I've listened to it once, and uh, uh, it was a good listening. Uh, so, you know, my peripheral uh, review of his record is it is very good. Okay. So if I get to very good during the first listen, I'm gonna check out his I'm, whole album. I'm I'm probably gonna really really like Vic. So I'm looking forward to checking out his new album. Uh, I think it's called the Autobiography. Okay. Is what I think it's called. <clears throat> and a couple of days ago, I got to see DJ Jazzy Jeff live. <laughs> Finally, got to see DJ Jazzy right. Jeff live. He's uh, over the last maybe four or five years, he's been to Dallas five or six times, and every time he comes, something comes up. I was absolutely determined to go. I sent out emails and text messages asking folk if they wanted to go <laughs> and got turned down and I did not care because I was going to see uh, DJ, DJ Jazz Now, so I went live while he was on, on stage and uh, one of our friends called me. He said, say, man, uh, you must have been right up on the stage because I couldn't hear any of the music. It was basing so hard, I didn't know. I said, man, there were two people in front of me to get to Jazzy Jeff. So I was so if there were rows <laughs> in the in a standing room only place, I was in the third row. And I'm telling you, watching GJ DJ Jazzy Jeff perform is probably one of the most excellent things I have ever seen. He is on he is on turntables, which your favorite musician is. On their favorite mu- on the on their instrument, okay. okay. He he is absolutely that dude. Like if if there was a battle between Prince on guitar and DJ Jazzy Jeff on turntables, it'd be a close battle. Uh oh, it it'd be close Uh-oh. battle. It'd Uh-oh. be a close it's battle. It's like that. <laughs> the truth, man. I mean, so just, was he was he mixing? Does he go all old school with his music, or does he do new he, and old? He's school all or? over. He's all over the place because okay. he does. I mean, he'll play. He'll play stuff that I don't even consider, you know, good hip hop. But in 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 a setting where he's playing that music and doing the mm-hmm. mixing and that it is it turns into like great hip hop. I mean, there were songs that I was I still don't know the name of, but you know, it was it was them young people songs and the young people in the room, <laughs> the younger people in the room were jumping around to him and I was like, okay, when you get to Shazam, <laughs> they were like, hey. Hey, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, and, and you know, and the bad part about it is, is that uh, I was too close to the speakers to Shazam it. So every time my Shazam came, I was like, "Oops, no result." I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm too close," but they were like really bumping. But then, you know, Jazzy goes to and he plays like he played. Uh, he played. Uh, this is it. Make no mistake, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Wait a he minute, did that. I'm telling you, that's Maurice Jazz, soundtrack, Jazz, man. <laughs> look, Jazzy goes deep Footloose. when he's playing. Okay. Yeah, he uh, he goes deep when he's playing, man. And that was a two hour show. So um, when he does bigger shows, so I little young girl at work, I was telling her that I went to see it, and she was like. Well, I don't know anything about Jazzy Jeff except for summertime, and then I was like, "Stop talking." <laughs> just, <laughs> just you were like, "You want to put your fingers on?" Yeah, a sh- like sh- just, sh- just sit over there, reclaiming my time. Yeah, right, <laughs> reclaiming so, my time. I went on YouTube and found him performing, 
and I put some headphones on her and I said, sit there and don't say anything. Just listen to the music. And she was like, oh, he's really good. And then she was like, can you? I said, be quiet. Don't ask me that question. No, I cannot DJ like that. So, but anyway. But it harkens back to the time where, and and I don't know if I'm going to, I'm just going to say this, but now people just take on the moniker of DJ and you don't really, you never really see that skill set. Because, but, yeah. But it, it harkens back to, it back in the day, if somebody had DJ whatever, they were a real you DJ. You knew they could get on the tables and do something. And you bring, know they could like really and, and, like. And you got to remember also, back in the day, the DJ was the most important thing. So it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Right, It right, was right, Eric right. B and Rakim. Right, right, So right. the DJ was always the most important right, thing. Right. It wasn't all, it wasn't the rapper. If I mean you, you were the background. You were the hype right. man. You were just rapping. Right. The DJ was who was important because he was playing the, the music. Excellent point. Right. Excellent right. Point. So mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, that 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 was that was my uh, those are my those are my vibe things. I'm still my body is still vibrating from being uh, <laughs> three oh, rows <laughs> three rows back from DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> you know, finding finding all the bass. That he could find to play for me that night, he yeah. he rocked it on, man. He was uh, it it was well worth. I was I was my old arthritic knees in standing room <laughs> only for two hours listening. It was well worth it. All right, well worth. It. You're selling it, man. Because I I wish I was there now. And you I know really when I when I, I when I text you, you, and you were one of the people I invited. I, so. When I text you, you that night, you're correct. When I text you that night mm-hmm. and asked you where he was, mm-hmm. I was actually coming. Mm-hmm. My partner of mine had came in town yeah, for the yeah, Navy. Yeah. I had just dropped him off in Louisville. Mm-hmm. As I was on my way back. Got caught up in a traffic jam. I'm like, he just said it started. I'm thinking I'm finna just fly down 35. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That did not happen. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was the joint. Was needless the joint. to say, man. What about I, you? Uh, what about you, man? What you been vibing on? You know what? I uh, I've been vibing on a little something, but I fell asleep <laughs> a couple of times. Or fell asleep on both of them actually, because I was trying to watch them before I went to sleep. But needless to say, though, I watched, uh, attempted to watch Lee Morgan. Trumpet player, the gigolo. Yes, uh, yes, over on uh, Netflix. Um, yeah, it's a, a documentary on him. I called him Morgan. Really? I didn't yes. know that was out there. I need to, yeah. uh, I need to write and that And I kind of started on it, and then his uh, uh, wife that, you know, killed him. I um, didn't know that. It was, some, you know, something mm-hmm. of that, you know. And mm-hmm. then um, Clark Terry. Another great trumpet player. Yeah, I was checking out uh, Clark Terry. It's called Keep On Keeping. He recently passed away. Yes, exactly. And yeah. it's so funny you say that, man. There was a guy that uh, I used to do some print work with named Gary. Gary was uh, 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 was his manager, and Gary's mother was married to him, and they lived in Arkansas. Okay. And the documentary goes to his house, and he's in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he was diabetic and had his legs cut off. But uh, check it out because there is a young man that plays the piano. And he's blind. Of course, you know, Clark Terry in his latter years, due to his sickness, he became blind. Mm-hmm. But they were on the, this young man would put, bring his keyboard by his bed mm-hmm. and they would, he'd say, I want you to do something like this. Mm. He would just, you know, take his mouth and make it sound like this. And that young man would do it, man. But, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at this on Netflix right now, and I'm yeah. adding this. Yeah. That's a yeah, good I recommendation. Think, uh, it looks good. Clark Terry was. Uh, 
he he almost I think wasn't he in his latter years he was losing his hearing too. He didn't use it lose his hearing his sight. Okay. But um, I mean, man, when you when you watch it, Quincy Jones comes to his house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Little Old Arkansas, but it's beautiful oh, wow. though. Yeah. And uh, he says Clark Terry is the best trumpet player. He taught me. That's high praise. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I um uh, um there's a YouTube video, I believe it's on YouTube, where I think it was Clark Terry's ninetieth birthday or ninety fifth birthday, mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Well Wynton Marsalis brought in the uh Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra. Mm-hmm. He was in a nursing home and they they played for him in the nursing home. Yeah, chick- he was chick- in a bed, yeah. you know, he couldn't get out of bed of course. Oh, and okay. yeah, Wynton Marsalis was there and they you know, they had a big birthday party for him and they played for him. And uh, uh, that was, that couldn't have been long before he passed away. But yeah. yeah but like, check out the documentary. I kind of. So you was I on the trumpet it. fix, Clark and Lee. Oh, yeah. I've always been a trumpet play person. But, you know, hey, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that later on. As we get into this topic for today, which leads us right into it. Uh, for those that's listening, we thank you all for listening. We hope that you all subscribe, share, like. And rate us at Psycho Music Lyricology. We are on pod. Uh, was it iTunes po- on podcast, which is iTunes, uh, uh, Google Play, and SoundCloud. But which leads us into our subject topic of you say we, we want to say is a uh, top ten bands. Top ten bands. Okay, let's get into it. You know, when considering you know talking about this uh, topic, I just listened to. The soundtrack show, and you, Maurice, said one of your favorite bands is FYI. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but, because uh, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, the plot thickens. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, okay. yes, yeah. So, with that, we uh, actually, if anyone had caught our second episode when we talked about the soundtracks, uh, we went and did a top 10 individually. And we all submitted them, and we chose them. But for me, um, bands has all, have always been a part of me loving music. I'm just going to say that. So with that being said, at the end of this show, we will have the official Psycho Music Lyricology Top 10 band list in the end. So, Mr. Maurice... We're going to start out with mine? Yeah, we're going to do you first. Okay, all right. So, uh, let me let me find my list. Get your list together. Okay, so my list uh, kind of go from traditional to maybe not traditional, depending on what your, <laughs> what your musical slant is. Uh, but I start out with, uh, you know, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Just uh, a quintessential band. Hey, yeah, he has the voice in my just, opinion, but hey, that's, that's you me. just can't, you know. And I'm I'm gonna go down my list, and then uh, I'll let everybody go down theirs, and then we'll talk about where where we kind of uh, are cr- uh, coming together, and then yeah, collectively, you know, I got you. Yeah. And then somewhere where we're not not necessarily uh, Doobie Brothers, uh, Mint Condition, uh, Revolution, the French band, The Revolution, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, and, I, you know, I almost feel like, you know, do you have to give an example with each one of these bands? It's kind of like, 
A few of them, you don't have to give an example. Yeah, but this, this, there, there are some of mine where I feel like I have to give an example. This, this is your, uh, <laughs> this is your time. Okay, I'm, so, I'm gonna reclaim time. my time. Yeah. I'm gonna reclaim my time. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, The Roots, uh, Incubus, which I feel like because I have a chip on my shoulder because of the the Scott Pilgrim incident <laughs> <laughs> that I have to <laughs> that I have to talk about Incubus. Uh, Incubus to me is not necessarily just like this far out white band because the reason that I know about them is because one of the band members from the Roots, Ben Kenny, went to Incubus. Remember that he yeah. was a, he was a part of uh, he left Roots the Roots to become a part of Incubus, and that's mm-hmm. really how I got turned on to Incubus because I was like, "What is he leaving the Roots for?" And then you know you listen to their music, and <clears throat> I mean I can just rattle off. Mexico, Animali, Pardon Me, uh, Dig, uh, just all songs that, uh, Sheldon, when you and I talked about, or when I read your write-up about bands, you know, you, you talked about the lens through which you decide which, if a band is good or not, and one of it is, one of the lenses of, is the lyrics. Correct, correct, correct. So, to me, this is just the 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 songwriting in, the, in, in these songs are just this songwriting that is so specific to the point where it's universal because of, you know, the best songwriting is specific and universal at the same time. And they just do that time and time and time again. Well, you know, I want, I want to cut you short, but now that you said about Incubus before you finish your uh, top okay. 10, I got a text message, Michael, from a cousin. And he said, when he listened to the soundtrack, he said, man, I'm listening to you all show right now. I know Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I like that soundtrack. Yeah. And ironically, this is the same cousin that turned me on to Incubus, and his name is Shazay. Y'all gonna learn today. Y'all, y'all gonna learn today. Well, speak, shout out. Speak, shout out to my brother over there. Speak, shout out to him. Speaking of cousins. Reclaiming. Wait, wait, wait what you going to Speaking of cousins. We had one hit me on Facebook. One of my cousins. Shout out to Facebook. Amy Lee. Shout out. She hit me shout on Facebook. Amy Lee. And she said, I know what Scott Pilgrim is, and I like Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I was like, forget you, too. But anyway, go ahead. All right. I'm going to let you reclaim your time. I'm reclaiming my time. Uh, the next band is NQ, uh, Alabama Shakes, which their last album, uh, uh, Sound and Color, I think was the name of it, they just go back into some funk, Motown, soul, rock. I mean, you just need to listen to the Alabama Shakes. I mean, and this is one of those, you know, we're going to have to do a show one day about black musicians who become successful totally outside of black, what we continue, what we consider to be black music and talk about those bands. And this is one of those bands because you're not going to ever hear them on your R&B radio station or any kind of jazz station or whatever. Like, but they do soul music. Like Robert Randolph. Exactly. Like, uh, Perfect Cullen. example. Perfect yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. Lenny Kravitz. Perfect yeah. example. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's uh, number eight more, on right? my list. I yeah. got two more. Uh, the Internet, which the Internet, I don't know how long they've been around, but they're just kind of like this atmospheric soul mike i know you know about the internet so i mean what would you yeah i mean they're i mean to me they're just a good good kind of vibe kind of band yeah they so i i don't know how to describe them either in 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 those terms other than them being like this you know like 
riding music. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I can tell you why they wouldn't have never made my list, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, all right. And then my next one is just an emotional, just just because it's just kind of during when during the time when I was like really really into music, they put out music and I just it just resonated with me. And that's Wendy and Lisa. I just I like Wendy and Lisa as a band. Their first album was like this whole just it's all over the place. It was, but it was all over the place. Are you my baby? Well, that's that wasn't the first album. That wasn't, the first, on the first album? That wasn't on the first album. That's fruit at the bottom right there. The first album was like uh Honeymoon Express. It had this song called White that was like this jazz album. It was it was just they were they were just really, really out there. And they still make music today under the guise of uh uh, their their names now are Girl Brothers, and now they're part of the revolution that's now touring um, as you know Prince's band after his death. But uh, gotcha. but uh, and honorable mentions, Mike mentioned it earlier, Robert Randolph, um, another band that Sheldon <laughs> mentioned to me that he was like, who is that? And that's Chicano Baptist. Oh yeah, we gonna get to that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, right. gonna, we gonna get to that. We gonna get all to right, that. All right, all right. But. Mr. Nelson. Now, Mr. Nelson, you know we gonna uh, you, we, we gonna come back to you on them other ones. That top ten first though. Oh, you talking? Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, the this one became really difficult for me because, I mean, this was much harder than like coming up with top ten soundtracks or anything like that because there are a lot of good bands out there. And because I spent most of my high school years, middle school years studying bands. But uh my my top ten list in no particular order and uh makes it root and and how I got them into the top ten, I don't know, but here's where we're going. Earth, Wind and Fire, of course. Of course. Right. Always. Um Cameo. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cameo. Cool in the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, I got the Commodores on my list twice. Twice, but you know that's that's because you got I'll, eleven. I'll, I'll drop one in there. Yeah. Uh, P Funk All Stars with Boosie. Um, uh, and so what I mean by that is we're talking about George Clinton and the iterations of uh, the P Funk All Stars band. As long as Boosie is with them, Mint Condition. Yeah. Always for me. Yeah, the Roots. Um, R.H. Factor. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the R.H. Factor band, uh, that one's kind of a personal thing for me. Uh, now, I said Prince, and just Prince and the iterations of Prince's bands, uh, most most specifically the Revolution, the Sign of the Times band, and New Power Generation. Uh, I don't know what he was doing with that third eye girl thing, but I'm going I'm to leave it there. <laughs> And actually, actually, there was a couple, you know, one of those songs made uh, the NFL. Uh, I do not care. That was a jam. Wait a minute now. Which band was with him when uh, Black Sweat came out? Because to me, that was like. Looking for Black Sweat. That was one of the last That's funky. kind of an MPG thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. yeah. Kind of MPG sad, slow, solo little deal. He and since doing. I have to add one because I, uh, I blew one out, I mean, I put the Commodores twice, I'll put. Uh, I'll drop uh, just to be different. 
I'll drop the Gap Band in my tenth spot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll drop the Gap Band. I'm not mad at that. That's you know because I have you know I have another list of bands deserving recognition. Yes. So you I'll do. just move them up into that section. Um. You know, speaking of Prince's bands. Uh, you know, rest in peace, his drummer John Blackwell that yeah. uh, died oh, on yeah. July the 4th, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Definitely. he was working with D'Angelo as one of his backing band drummers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a hell of a drummer. Yes, he was that. Yep. Man, he was hell. Uh, but as we talk about my top 10, for me, uh, when I was considering my bands, uh, one of the categories for me was vocalist. And what I did not. We supposed on, to just be talking on, about on, bands. Why don't you get into all that? Hold on, hold on. No categories. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. But, 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 <laughs> when I, you know, after picking the band, I picked the bands first. And then I looked at the list. I'm like, oh, they have some great vocalists, in my opinion. So, in my, thir- in my other category, I'm going to say third, but my other category was uh, songwriting. But always is instrumentation, horns for me, b- bass, bass, okay, so drum, and drums. Actually, what you're talking about is you set yours up by criteria. They had to have. They had to have it. Okay, they had to have good vocals. This, that. Okay, well, you I know you. what What vocals, I'm not going to say vocals was the number one. But no, no, when no, I, no when but I they had to be it. all part of it. I yeah, got you. Okay. And it ended up being a part of okay. my top I th- ten. I thought you were trying to have a couple of top tens, and then me and Moss was going to have to go no. reclaiming our time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like the way you did that. You, you frank. You this is this is the this is the vetting process right. for a good band. Right, so they right, have right. to have these components. Correct. Okay, I got I you. I got you. So of course, uh, we're gonna go with uh, Parliament, Funkadelic, P Funk, whatever you want to call them. With Boosie Collins as always, uh, Cameo, uh, Cameo. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maze, of course, Frank Beverly, the Ohio Players. Nice pick. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Jamiro Kwa. Oh, okay. Out of the UK. Okay. Is that a whole band? I thought that was just the dude. No, no J- a whole JK band. is the actual lead singer, but the band is Jamiro Kwa. I don't think I've ever. Se- well, I've never seen them live, so I've always just. Oh, I tell you what, when we get I'm done, spreading when, when, my when, ignorance. Go ahead. When never we mind. get done with the show, I will pop the DVD, <laughs> DVD on I'm just a, for I'm you. I'm gonna quit spreading my ignorance because maybe I've only seen them in videos, and it's only that dude. He's, so I he's the only one him. featured in the videos. Yeah. He's, he's the, the front. Only, okay, yeah. so I didn't think it was a band. I thought yeah. it was just him. No. Oh yeah. All right, reclaim your time, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the police. Mm. Oh. Okay. Synchronicity. Okay. All right. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, Chicago. Okay. Okay. Which Earth, Wind, and Fire references in one of their uh, covers. They've been on tour together. Yeah, exactly. They used okay. to tour together. Yeah. But but when uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire did the Beatles remake, uh, uh, Gotta Get You In My Life, mm-hmm. I read where Maurice White said that we're going to cut, when we cover this, we're going to use the Chicago sound when we cover it. And that's why you hear all of those horns mm-hmm. when they when they do their remake of that. Because mm-hmm. it's totally it's totally different from the Beatles mm-hmm. original mm-hmm. of that song. You're like, oh, okay, that's where they were going when they when they remade. When so they, they remade. made the song theirs. Yeah. Well, they remade it based on yeah. how Chicago would have done it if, if Chicago was an R&B soul band. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, gotcha. right, right, right. Gotcha. Uh, Rufus with Shaka Khan. Mint Condition. And of course, this is the band that led me to uh, pick up a horn at nine years old to uh, play in a school band. 
which is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. So, uh, as you see, we uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, as the top ten, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Mint Condition, or should be on the top of the list, not in any order, but they are on the list. Will we unanimously, unanimously say that? Yeah, Earth, Didn't, Wind, and Fire. Wait. Did we all pick all three of those? Yeah. Those are the three. Those? those are those are the two bands that we all three picked. Okay. All three of us picked Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Mint Condition. Condition. Okay. Okay. I can live with that. You sure? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> all right. I'm just making sure you know. And you know what? I see number three on here, Cameo, and I'm the only one that didn't pick Cameo, and I'm kind of embarrassed about that. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, I'm, let, I'm let's, kinda, let's, let's just start talking about Cameo then. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Mike. I mean, you know. Cameo really hit their stride in the 80s with the, you know, Single Life album. Yeah. I mean, that's when they became, I mean, we knew Cameo. My favorite Cameo album probably came out in 82, Nights of the Sound. Well, it's not my favorite album. My favorite Cameo song is on that album, Nights of the Sound Table. And it is that Nights song, and it's because it has a fanfare in it at the beginning of the song. And HBCU started playing that fanfare probably 20 years ago or whatever. But that fanfare in the beginning of that song, I spent probably an entire summer trying to learn how to play that. It was. Anyway. I spent an entire summer trying to learn how to play that. Fanfare. So now is that the album that Sparkle is on? Nice at the sound table. I, uh, I mean, I, I don't. Maybe I know singles when you talk about uh, cameo. cameo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sparkle might be on that album. Okay, but it's but that's the name of the album. Nice at the sound table. We are the knights. Doom doom by night. But anyway, but the fact that you put them in that time frame that you did makes me is the reason why they weren't on that. that I didn't immediately think of them as a band because mm-hmm. I'm thinking single life. I'm thinking the video. I'm thinking LeVar Burton. I'm thinking the dance in, in the video. LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton was in Word Up. The Word at, Up video. As what? Doing, he really? Was, he was the cop. <laughs> For real? Check it out. LeVar Burton was the cop in the Word Up video. Because that's the one a, they were on stage and or they broke into a club or something. Something like that. He had on a trench coat, everything. He was he LeVar Burton. Look it up. I don't know if I want to look at <laughs> it. But you know, Mike. Hey Mike. man, you can be on the reading rainbow <laughs> and and be funky. And be funky, man. <laughs> but you know what, Mike, man, when and be you a talk magic about Negro on, on, on Star Trek. Right, right. <laughs> With them glasses. Yeah. So I can see because I'm blind. Uh, <laughs> that song "Skin I'm In" by Cameo. Stakes in the mirror and I see. There you go. Sometimes confused by the double standards of, of society. society, and maybe I'm wrong yeah, about the way I feel. That goes back to our protest. protest music. Yeah, protest. Pro- we we always go back to protest. You know, Cameo came That's, with that it, with that a, one. but I but I did. We did say that black music is protest, protest music. music. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a phenomenal song right there. It really is. I actually own the vinyl of that album, Machismo, the single, and then I have that song on a 45. That's, so, that's a phenomenal song. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the bump. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so Cameo, 
can we? So now we 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 put cameo on the list. On the list. And P Funk wasn't on my list, which I'm embarrassed again. But okay. Okay. Well, you know, Mike. So we talk about Parliament Funk, Daily P Funk, whatever you want to call him, with Boosie. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to talk about funk on any level without starting with George Clinton, right? Word, right, word. right. So, I mean, Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, want to shout out my cousins Robert and Leo. Uh, because Robert they took you to that yeah, concert where you thought it was a cigarette. No, well, that too. No, they they didn't take me to that concert. But see, that was the Atomic Dog era. But this is the Flashlight era. This is, I mean, I didn't know for years. I probably didn't know for a year or two that my cousin Robert knew anything other than Parliament Funkadelic. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they used to have cutouts on the album and his whole wall was full of like you know sir nose and i mean i didn't know that he knew anything else like i was like you you are aware that there are other things on the radio (laughs) because he was i mean he was all about parliament funkadelic so i got to learn a lot about that period and i'm talking this is i'm talking 78 77 76 that in that in that time frame from 76 i want to say he graduated from high school around 80 80 81 something like that so you know that's his you know that's his root that's his era so um that's when i learned what funk is what funk uh came from and so knowing uh you know you know, George Clinton is called the Godfather of Funk, uh, and to see that what what he did was, to me, what George Clinton did was, he took off where soul music, the soul band, he took off where James Brown kind of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so James Brown took soul band music to its height. And then right about the time that James Brown wasn't, you know, the godfather of soul in the sense, well, he's always been the godfather of soul, but probably when his popularity kind of started to wane a little wane, bit. Yeah, yeah. then there was this whole funk movement and it kind of started with George Clinton with Parliament Funkadelic. And, you know, George Clinton used to be a doo-wop artist. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, just to, just to see, you know, which, you know, speaks a lot about it, you know, we'll we'll probably talk about where he this. was mentally back then. Of, you well, know where he and, wanted to go and musicianship as mm-hmm. a whole. Exactly. Oh yeah. So, exactly. You know the the bands that we're all talking about, or that we will be talking about, uh, the musicianship mm-hmm. that they possess is not mm-hmm. rooted in one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh exactly. yeah. Yes. Exactly. You know, yeah. That's they, an excellent point. They can do. That's a an lot excellent point. That's an excellent point. And so that's what's. Uh, that's what's cool about uh, these bands, first and foremost. Uh, I think I, I agree with that. So. I agree with that. I mean, that goes back to the conversation when you said Chicago. Then we t- and then I started talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. And they could do the R and B ballad. They could do the 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 stadium rock of a Chicago. I mean, they could be 
uh, being I, I that's one of the reasons why I like bands is because they can move in and out of quote unquote genres. And and so mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm, have you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have to subscribe to a particular like uh music. You can just say I want to hear what this band has to say and I, wherever they go, I'm going to go with them because that's, you know, cuz they have the musicianship to take me there. And we would be remiss in glossing over because we all chose Earth Wind and Fire. Correct. To not actually have a conversation about Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah, it's and just, you know, man, it's ah. just uh you know, they were recent. <laughs> they were here recently in concert, and one of the reasons I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go to the concert, was because Maurice White wasn't that was going my, to be there. Right? Yeah, that was my whole yeah. thing too. Man. Everybody to a man yeah. that I spoke to who went to that concert said you messed up. Oh, okay. Because they were as tight um, as they have ever been. Even without Maurice okay. White, and I was like, "Are you sitting there?" Like, man, they they tore the stage down, and these are people whose music taste I respect. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not like you know just passers by. They are like really uh, music listeners, and they have like really you know they might have been musicians, and they were uh, they have some uh, historical uh, knowledge of that music. Right, right. Uh, uh, when I was. 14, um, 13, 14, I had a band in high school called The Future, right? And uh, which is on my list of the bands. The Future Show Band. The Future Show Band, <laughs> which is on my list of bands deserving recognition because we, you know, we were. We a, lot were of a, a lot of good we, alumni come out of that. We were before our time. A lot of good alumni. You, great, great musicians in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the. Uh, uh, our teacher, who was also the manager of this group, he actually put the group together from uh, members of my middle school band. And uh, uh, one of the things that we did often is watch concert footage of Earth, Wind & Fire. And that's how you learn how to put on a show as a band. I have never, I have not seen... I'm sad to say that I've never seen Earth, Wind, and Fire live. Me, but me. I have seen concert footage mm-hmm. of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, from from Earth, Wind, and Fire, if your show you consider yourself a band, and you don't approach a show like Earth, Wind, and Fire, then you're not really a band to me. Mm. Musically, I'm not talking about necessarily the show. But musically, if you don't approach, if you're not trying to be what Earth, Wind, and Fire was, there ain't really ain't no reason for me to I mean, listen yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't they, care they, about They can you. take you to Africa. I they mean, can because, take you. They can take you wherever. Because as a live band, as a live band, the emotion that they can portray, that's like the same as on a record. You know, because you can you can keep fixing a record. You know. But when you do it live and it's and just and like and it'll a move studio you, recording, it'll yeah. move you like that. Right, right. It's incredible, man. It's incredible. Right. But anyway, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. But me. I mean, that's just, I mean, and the reason why everybody's talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire is because that's one component of Earth, Wind, and Fire. We're not even talking about the song, right? True that. True that. Right, true that. right, right. <laughs> I mean, right. true that, true that. I mean, they if make you talk you, about the songs, oh, you can go on and on about that one. Uh, I mean, they can make you. Uh, won't you, woman? 
they can talk about they can talk about they can talk about they can talk about a higher being. They can talk about loving yourself. Talk about getting yourself together. And, I mean, they can take you all there. of that. And all for that. basically two decades, they were relevant. So you know, yeah. for from from about the mid seventies until maybe almost the end of the almost you know, I mean, they were relevant in each part of the the you know. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, movement of music as oh, yeah. it changes, you oh, know. Yeah. I mean, they they were they were a funk band, they were a soul band, they were a disco band. You know, they 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 were relevant in all of those 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 periods. And the music is timeless because you know you almost can't go anywhere and not hear September. Right. You cannot go to a a, a HBCU game and not hear In the Stone. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you can just go on and on. I, I just, you can go you know, on and on. It it is what it is. It just, you know, they, they, you could, age, they could be a show. Yeah, yeah. Earth you, Wind and Fire could be a show. You know. could be. Yeah, yeah, you know, man. All right, okay. so we got Earth Wind and Fire. We got Cameo. We have P Funk. We we agree on P Funk. Yep. I'm yep. gonna say P-Funk something about P Funk though yeah. before we go. Uh, P Funk man, when Barack Obama became president, <laughs> this was my. Ringtone, Chocolate City. <laughs> he said, Chocolate City is no dream. It's my piece of the rock, and I dig you, CC. Man, he went off of there and just got to saying, boop, uh, boop. I'm going to start from the beginning. He said, oh, what's happening, CC? They still call boop, it the White House, boop. but that's a temporary condition. <laughs> boop, boop. Can you dig it? <laughs> so, you, you like, you like, you like the foretelling that they did on that, huh? <laughs> you like the foreshadowing of that, of that song, okay? <laughs> to reach, <laughs> to each is his reach, and if I don't copy it, it ain't mine to have. But I'm reaching for you because I love you, CC. Yeah. Hey man, you know they was very forward thinking. Yeah. Make my funk to P funk. They were there. They were there. I want my funk punked up. So here's my next question. Go ahead. Why was Maze not on your list, Mike? Explain that to me. I really don't have a reason. I don't know. Now, Maze is on my band's deserving recognition list, but it could be because I made the boneheaded play of adding the Commodores twice. Oh, okay. So okay. when I did my top 10, I tried not to put a whole lot of thought into it. I probably I just wanted to say, all right, what are my top 10 yeah, bands? Right, right, right. If you call me and you ask me, uh, I need a band to listen to. What would it be? Right, right, right. And then you know, I went through all the the the, the normal criteria. You know, uh, can they sing? I went through all of that, but uh, I just wanted to say, bam, ten bands. Right. So I think initially, initially, I mean, because Earth, Wind, and Fire is at the top of my list. I think initially, what I did was just write down all the bands that I like. Okay. So okay, all right, all right. But I don't have a good reason for Maze not to be. And I'm gonna let you make it because Cameo wasn't on my list. And yeah, I'm like, I, I okay, don't, ha- I don't have a reason for Maze not to be about. because you know. So they, we got we got so seven you, we, on. Uh, we got seven that's covered by uh, by covered by two of us at least, where we can get some kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. everybody. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say you know, I, you know, I got a story. You know, like Michael, you know how you always say I have a song that. Is the soundtrack to my life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Maze is one of those. I had an uncle. I'm 
He's come pick me up in his 1977 Buick Century. He is deceased now. But he would clean it up, come pick his little nephew up, and the A-track of Maze would be in the car. And we'd roll all day long. So, <laughs> hey, man, that's hey. that's my Maze. Hey. And I'm sticking to it. Maze is uh, – I, I laugh. I laugh about this all the time because Maze – I don't think I've seen Maze. I don't. I don't remember when Maze put out their last album. Was it like Southern Girl or Back to Basics? Something? Okay. All I know is that every time you go see Maze, their concert show is exactly the same as a DVD. I got and on ain't nobody mad, but ain't it. nobody. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's it's like it's still Maze, and so you know it's every, a it's a rite of passage. For for anybody, any that, future band that you do know, you do not have to recreate it. I if mean, you got just, it, you got it. You just go see Maze in concert. Maze, that's just what you. I do. don't. I don't know that Maze's show has ever changed. Not in. I probably seen Maze even from the introduction. No, yeah, it's exactly. And the you same. never and you never hear anybody say, "I'm not going to that Maze show." Yeah, it's tired. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. I didn't, you know, I've seen, seen Maze probably five times in ten years, and I don't know that the show is different. And everyone is gonna come in white. <laughs> True that. He is the creator of the, of the white, white party. party. <laughs> and I think I think probably the fifth time I saw him or whatever. I know the last time I saw him, it was dead winter. <laughs> and folks still had on white. White. Yeah. Like white sundresses and it was snowing outside. Oh, like God. literally it was snowing and All people right. had on white dresses. I was like, yo, follow the rules. It's cold. Y'all don't have y'all don't catch pneumonia. They got winter white. <laughs> sundresses are not winter white but anyway but you know no well, rabbit holes i just i just want to say uh maurice when you say prince's bands uh i think i said that no said you said Prince's i said the band. revolution you said revolution yeah i said yeah. revolution i would you know go ahead yeah I, I i put the iterations of his bands because they changed right mm-hmm. you got the mm-hmm. revolution and then the sign of the times band with sheila e on drums yep and the bass player, uh, it was it was uh, Miko was the guitar player in Sign of the Times. We know the Revolution wasn't in Sign of the Times. None of them were left in the Sign of the Times band. No, I don't think so. I'm and thinking. Then, I was wondering, is Bob, was Bobby Z still there? He no, wasn't there. Yeah. No, none of them were left. And okay. then you know the New Power Generation. They oh, changed yeah. drummers two or three times, and you know, orange section and, on a retainer. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> Maceo was in. You know, it was just so, you know, so it it was it was hard to pick a band. It's kind of like James Brown. It was hard to pick. You know, he's on my group of exactly mine too. Uh, bands deserving recognition, but you know, it's hard to choose between uh, the. The original band with Maceo and and uh, Clyde Stubblefield and et cetera versus Bootsy and uh, um, I'm drawing a blank, but Bootsy and uh, uh, the the Parker other Parker bands, Daddy, yeah. yeah. So you know it's kind of hard to uh, the Black Knots. That's the name of the group that they were before they joined James Brown's band. But anyway, it's it, you know it's hard to choose. And then on my other I'm sorry. Thirty. My other, that you had left. I don't have uh, thirty. But uh, I count uh, all together. The, you got about twenty extra ones. I be quiet. <laughs> the uh, I like bands. Quit tripping. So anyway, uh, the uh, like Miles Davis quintet. There were two famous Miles Davis quintets. Two. So 
you know, it's hard to choose one. So I just said Prince and iterations of his bands. Is that a good word, iteration? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, you know that, what? That you, you, you know what? It's a Dallas native that was in his band that went to school with you. His, uh, his, and uh, uh, also in RH Factor, which exactly. was one of my top ten bands. His, uh, his uh, uh, latest iteration of MPG included uh, Keith Anderson. Right. Yeah, on, on tenor sax. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Check him out on yeah. the uh, YouTube, the uh, Arsenio Hall special. You you see him? Okay. Yeah, he okay. played in that group. And in fact, we ought to have some uh, sound effects. But in fact, the week after Prince died, yeah, I saw that. I ran into Keith. He was performing at the Denton Jazz Festival. Yeah. And he said, I said, say, man, what's going on? He was like, hey, man, what's, he said, I got to go find me a job. And I was like, what's going on? He, you know, I thought he was just tripping. He said, well, he said, I was on my way to Minneapolis last week. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, Prince was getting ready to announce a surprise tour. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, he was getting ready to announce. And uh, we were on our way. We, He said, I just got home. He said, I just got back from Minneapolis. Uh, the week he went into the hospital, or wasn't he in the hospital or something? Right? Before? Yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah, of yeah. Happened, yeah. So yeah, he uh, he said he had just gone. We had just gotten back to uh, regroup and pack and get ready to go out on the road. Yeah. I was like, oh man, really? And he's like, yeah, I gotta go find me a job now. So yeah, I'm still kind of mad at Prince about that one. Yeah. Still kind of mad, but moving on. I was going to say, take his ass off the top 10 for that bull. Nah, we ain't. So, but Maurice. But anyway. But Maurice. Who the hell is Chicano Batman? You, Mike, you can back me up on this one, right? NPR, have you ever heard the Tiny, De- Tiny Desk concert with Ch- Chicano Batman? So, Chicano <laughs> Batman is, I think it's like a four man. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting blank stares, but you know what? I'm still gonna reclaim my time. <laughs> we still have to, you know. Uh, they 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 I, I caught them on the tiny desk with NPR. And then I went and listened to their album. I will say the reason that they weren't on the list is because of what you said earlier about um, uh, the live performance. If you listen to the studio album, it just it just winds in and out of every type of modern music that there is uh they they cover everything and they cover a lot of different social topics but they didn't excite me as much live when they perform live so i was just kind of like okay but it, this band is worth a listen because they do cover a lot of musical territory just with their sound and they are talking about socially relevant topics so it's it's a good band to kind of listen to to say hey let me check out this band. They're they're a good band. And and what you just said kind of brings up a a a, a point of uh, discussion about bands being able to record and then bands being able to yeah. perform live. Because I mean that's that's the earmarkings to me of a great band. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I would much rather hear Earth Wind and Fire live than hear Earth Wind and Fire record. But an Earth Wind and Fire record is as good. As anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it and it, it harkens back to the reason that I love jazz because you know jazz is not a jazz is not a um, a uh, rec- 
it's 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 live recording, mm-hmm. but it's right. different when you hear yeah, it. Yeah, jazz concert. is jazz mm-hmm. is live recording. So you got five people in a room and they just gonna blow the right. they gonna play the song. Whereas you know modern music, you know you write you do tracks, track right, after right. track mm-hmm. after track. You know the drummer will come track after the keyboard player is tracked, and then you know it's just kind of one of those things. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you can feel it, sometimes you cannot. But yeah. you got a band like Earth, Wind, and Fire. You got a band like Cameo. You ever seen Cameo live? It's like, whoo! And they I came mean, to DeSoto last year. Really? <laughs> yes. They must need some. <laughs> to DeSoto, Texas. Yeah, Isn't they, that something? Yeah, they, they not doing good at it. <laughs> hey, man, they just trying to get that check. Hey, gotta get paid. Hey, gotta get paid. They, gotta get paid. they, they gotta must get not paid. be doing good. But, but you know what? Go ahead. Larry Blackman is probably one of the best drummers on the exactly. planet. Exactly. He's probably one of the best drum. He's probably one of the best pocket drummers I have ever heard. And, I mean, if you listen to Cameo's music, you know that it drives. You know, it's just... It's just some funky. The yeah. music just it just drives itself, right? And you gotta be the kind of drummer that will just. And I saw the, the there. There's a video that I've been looking for for years. I cannot find it. He he was playing. Uh, he was playing drums. I ran across it somewhere. Some concert footage. He was playing drums and singing. Uh, uh, I just want to be what you want me to be. Yeah. And he was just and he stayed in the pocket the whole time, and he was singing the song. I was like, "Woo!" You know, I was just like, "I was like, don't move the camera off of Larry," because he was he was just all into that. And what you're describing goes back to what you and I were listening to on the uh, Questlove podcast, where uh, Jimmy Jam was talking about how Prince. Oh, was teaching them quiet. how to yeah. how to do how to be in the pocket and stay in the pocket and dance and sing and mm-hmm. do all of that stuff. But the important thing was staying in the pocket. Was staying in the pocket and, and keeping it yeah, keeping it just, keeping it funky. And it was, you know, and Larry Blackman is a throwback to uh uh he he is a son of uh, James Brown and I agree with that. Yeah, George definitely. Clinton. Definitely. So it's hard to it, yeah. it's hard to leave Cameo off of any. Hey, man, he went to Juilliard, so he's yeah. you know yeah, it's it hard is to, what it is. It's hard to leave him off of any list related to bands. But you know, I'm embarrassed. You oh. know that I I'm embarrassed. I didn't have the roots, but you should be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. About I'm embarrassed. <laughs> But you know we're gonna let you. I'm, a, I'm not gonna throw. But rocks you know what? Yeah, because and, people and, in glass houses. And, but, and, uh. and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have never known you to be uh, in the hip hop. In that, I, I have. I'm that. not that. Not that deep. Right. But I like. So, I love the roots, and I love the band. And period. it's hard. And it's hard not to love the roots, you know. Yeah. But it's. Uh, uh, you know, because you ask me about hip hop, I might pop off and say, "Uh." Don't don't <laughs> just, just let it go. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just we don't go. we don't need an example. Yeah, yeah, let it go. We want people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> just let that go. But I got something that I'll be with. But yeah, we we'll get to yeah, that yeah, to yeah, another yeah. show. Yeah. But I so, but I ain't gonna lie though. I love me some damn trouble bad thirty one. Yeah. So we're not gonna we 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 won't put you into that. But on the on on the on the real, you know. Uh, uh, Quest Love is one of he's a throwback too, you know yeah. his uh, his uh, we uh, just from uh, me knowing, uh, listening, uh, being a root stan, uh, 
the you know he came from a musical family. musical family. His, yeah, his dad was his dad was a professional. Yeah. Uh, what was the the commission? The commi- I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of the group, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, the no congr- congressional. Some I can't remember the yeah, name I, of the group. I, I, we I can we can pop that up yeah. right quick. But uh, uh, so he he came from that. He came from putting on live shows. He came from putting on. Uh, 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 that whole and his musical his his musical understanding is just deep on his own yeah just his own study and his own just from a from the DJing and being a crate digger and he just he's he he's I'd like to have his musical knowledge it's yeah, just his yeah. raw musical knowledge of groups that he's aware of and and knowing all of that helps you know inform whatever sound you have too because yeah, yeah. you know. You know what you're doing. You know when you're uh, railing against something or doing something that's already been done. I mean, you you know. So he he he's a yeah. And then you know, not to mention everybody else in that band, James Poyser, the the of keyboard. Course. I mean, you know, and we need a, and we need a, a solo album from Black Thought for real. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, James James is a uh, he is he is one of the quintessential uh, producers. Of the neo soul era, he really is. I mean, he really so, is. So you know, without, I mean, and and not only can he produce song, he a damn good keyboard player. You know, so he has, and he has a lot of different, uh, he has a lot of different abilities. So it's hard to leave the roots out of it. I mean, yeah. not that he's always been with the roots, yeah. but you could always see his influence. He produced it is. Poisoner pr- produced the hell out of that Will Downey album that came out years yeah. ago. And, really? and uh, uh man, he produced uh, the hell out of that album. Oh, and wow. the stuff that he did on Mama's Gun is like Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. so it, it's it's hard to leave them out of the group. I mean, out of out of uh, the roots. Yeah. Leaving the roots out is kind of difficult just because for me, uh um, coming out of an era where there aren't many bands and they kind of kept it going. And coming know. out of an era where there were kind of zero hip-hop bands. Right, because Stetson Sonic was gone. <laughs> so, I mean, they, you and, know. And the Roots was so influential in hip-hop, right. pure hip-hop, that everybody has a freaking band now. Yeah. And the cool thing, about, well, I don't know not and everybody. Just about. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about real hip hoppers when they put. Okay, yeah. When when but Jay-Z, you're right though because Jay-Z, everybody sees the, the value wants to do of all of this now. of of, of, of musicians. Jay Z did a live album and the band was, was the roots. roots. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you know, right. and then all Quest Love almost has to co-sign you as an artist to end up in a band for a hip hop. Yeah. You know. He he basically puts all the hip hop bands together. Yeah, they do yeah, it, yeah. So yeah. anyway, but uh, so you know, shout out to the Roots. Yeah, yeah. They they are definitely. Uh, uh, but I won't I won't I won't hurt you about the Roots. Yeah, don't I hurt me, man. You I know I I, I do feel bad for that because you know I I texted you one one night and I said I'm on one. <laughs> and it was the roots that I screenshot it to hey, you, so you know the roots, the roots. So are we putting the roots on the list? The of top ten. Of course, yeah. Yeah. you know, right now we have exactly seven. Okay. On our list, uh, we have Earth Wind and Fire, number one. Everybody else is behind that. Uh Men Condition, Cameo, uh, P Funk, The Roots, Roots, uh, Maze, and uh Princess Bands. And we got three more. So I'm gonna ask y'all a question. <clears throat> I was thinking about this, man. 
<laughs> Does the Commodores need to be on this list? The Commodores are on my list. I wouldn't be mad at the Commodores. And the reason why I say I'm that, man, I was mad. I was I was kind of upset with myself, but I was mad because I didn't put it on. I didn't put them on the list for the simple reason. Lionel messed up the group. <laughs> we still mad. We still mad at Lionel Richie for leaving that group. Lionel Richie messed up the group, man. They are not the same without Lionel Richie, man. I will not go see the Commodores in Oklahoma, uh, yeah. because Lionel you, you weren't feeling is night touring shift. is touring <laughs> is touring with Mariah Carey, man. No, so let's add them to the list. Number eight. <laughs> Who are we gonna make number nine? Who are we gonna make number nine to round out our list? I know, I know Mike got somebody. Uh, let me ask y'all this. Well, I'm gonna leave. Okay, I'm gonna leave all the print. <sighs> okay, so, uh, New Jack Swing era. There you go. <laughs> you know, we know we love New Jack Swing. I love New Jack Swing. Uh, okay, I do too. So, man. one of my bands deserving recognition is Three T, Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, okay. You yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was kind of like on the edge of my seat. Like, what is he getting ready to say? But so, <laughs> Tony, 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 backing band for Sheila E. That's how they got started. Then they put out their own stuff. As New Jack Swing architects, you know, there was Guy, Love Guy, Love Teddy Riley. But I think Tony, Tony, Tony was like next level. I mean, Sadiq. And Sadiq by himself Sadiq. is like oh, a monster. So Sadiq is a monster. What was that album? They that last album they did was it House of Music or House of What was that last album? I they know did? what you're talking about, but I know but you know that's another reason I was pissed off. Because Sadiq because left. He Sadiq. left. Yeah, he left the group, man. And that and that, you know, Sadiq every, has a done lot of some phenomenal bands. stuff as a solo. Oh artist yeah, of course. And, I mean, with Lucy and, Pearl the whole night. Let's harken back to the uh, soundtrack show. He's the musical supervisor on HBO's Insecure. With, and uh, he did that other uh, show on BET, uh, Love That Girl. Right. Love That Girl, he sure did. Yeah, yeah. But there wasn't much music on that. He just did the theme song for exactly. that. Yeah. And it came off of one of his albums. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, I love Raphael Sadiq for the simple reason he is a bass player first. He's, he's, <laughs> a, he's a man. Yeah. He's, yeah. His solo stuff is really, really impressive. Really, really impressive. I really like his yeah. solo stuff. He's really yeah. And I have him live in Boston on DVD of those who would like to watch him <laughs> one day. Okay. All right. So that's that was what? Eight, nine. Now oh, we got nine. one more. We got one more, man. Uh, All right. So I'm just going to throw I'm going to throw a couple out there. And, and I'm going to throw you. Just, I'm gonna, you do too. I'm going to do too. And you do right, too. And then so, we're just going to say. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned the police. I didn't. I'm not the biggest police fan, but Sting from '85 to '93. I'm with you on both. I'm with I'm with Sheldon on the police, and I'm with you on Sting with Branford. Yes, and exactly. Vesta and yes. but those are two totally They're totally different. Bands. Right, those are two totally different. So things. I wasn't blown away. I wasn't like, why you put the police on there because of Sting? But that band was tight. It's hard. It's Synchronicity, hard. man. Synchronicity is a good album. Yeah. And uh, the other, if I'm picking another band uh, off my list, I'm going with Sly. Sly and the Family Stone. Okay. Okay. Another, uh, another architect of funk. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna be mad at that one either. So what's what's your next one? Uh, my next one. Mm. 
the police was on my for one that I was gonna pick, you know, because of Steam. But Steam was the band, so uh, and he is a bass player first. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I have a bass sitting in this room, and we're on a hiatus right now. <laughs> you and the bass, uh, yeah, okay. And Jamiroquai, throw it out there. You know, I, I'm not going to throw it out there. I like them, yeah. but I'm not going. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, gonna, I don't I'm just want gonna them. Throw that out. There. No, no, yeah, no. And I don't, I don't have any other two because I'm just kind of digging with you, with, with what you guys are talking about. But if I had to choose, I would choose '80s Sting because mm-hmm. that was a good band. Yeah, that was. It just had so much. It had so many. It crossed so much ground with that band. That was so much. That was jazz. That was pop music. That was soul music. So I, I just like, I like that band. So I'm with you. Sting, the, the iteration of that band in the '80s, that was a good thing. Mm. And you know, I don't ironic. even want to know what you would call it. It's just yeah, it's, it was band. just Sting. Yeah. It is ironic on that album that he did when uh, Ranford played on it. When he got pissed because he felt like he shouldn't be doing that type of music. Well, that goes to another one of our our. That's going to go to a future topic where we talk about appropriation versus appreciation, because and, that's one of Winton's kind of, you know. Yeah. He, that's one of his things as far as popular music and how it's being used and what have you. So, you know, Wynn ain't feed nobody, so. Uh, but what, what, so what's up with Sly? Sly and the Family Stone. You know what? Uh, you know, I love Sly. Because of, you know why. That bass player, that's Graham. Larry Graham, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's that. Arch- we got, well, hey, we got, we got, we got, okay, so. I go, think you're with him to... because he's a bit crackish to me. I <laughs> <laughs> Living in an in a RV. He, he ain't RV a bit van. crackish. I, if, if that's a bit crackish, then I don't know what crackish is. He, he fully crackish. I, I can't get ready for him. Man. But come on, man. He's an architect of funk, man. <laughs> okay. He's, right. If you want me to stay. I, you know, I mean that that that's it. Yeah. And I mean if if for only Larry Graham alone, the one of the most important bass players in the history of funk. Well, I mean, you, I'm going to let you guys number, uh, you know, decide amongst yourselves on number 10. But as far as Sly goes, I mean, you know, Dave Chappelle could be in them white lips singing, <laughs> singing a Sly and Family song. And I'll be like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> that's. All right. Well, you know what? What you get? What you get us to, Okay. You got us right. 10. Number one. Number one is uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Second is Mint Condition. Third is Cameo. P-Funk. Not in order anyway, but uh, The Roots, Maze, uh, Prince's Band, The Commodores with Lionel Richie, <laughs> and <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. And we know we're going to have to, uh, what you say, Sly or Steam? It's on you, Mike. Or it's, no, hey, we gonna, no, you, you know, know what? what? No, you know what? 10 A and 10 B. You know what? We, you, you know what we should do? We should there let Facebook people decide who number 10 is. All right. So. Let, let Facebook decide who number so 10 is. So Sly or Sting. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll wait. Well, you on know our, what? We'll let business. everybody know. Uh, let them vote on the last one. Sly Sting. So it's it's Sly's it's Sly and the Family Stone or the Sting iterations from '85 to '93. Dream of the Blue Turtle, Nothing Like the Sun. Yeah. Those albums. Yeah, so yeah. 
it'll be those albums that that band so either sting either sly and the family stone so everybody that's listening uh that are catching us on uh google play itunes and soundcloud and those that have looking looking at us on facebook y'all need to get out there and vote on these last two bands tony i mean uh sting or sly and the family stone we want to thank you all for listening and until the next time peace peace